Hi, I'm Bryant Wright with Sin Relief. The Cincinnati suburb of Lakota Hills is a white, English-speaking, upper-middle-class kind of place. Or at least, that's what everyone thought. This is the story about what happened when people of Lakota Hills Baptist Church realized everyone was wrong. Hiding behind all those neighborhoods with homes starting in the 300,000s were families who come to Cincinnati from all over the world. These were families who lacked the basics of life. They didn't know English, and in many cases, had never heard of Jesus. When Lakota Hills Baptist Church began to pray about reaching out, opportunity came knocking, and it was a far bigger opportunity than what they thought to ask for. Here is their story of hope. The traffic on Tylersville Road is always worse on Wednesdays. And it used to be. That made no sense to Nathan Whiteley. I would say I was kind of aloof to it until they like, you're just kind of like one day it's like, wow, this is way different almost overnight. Every Wednesday night at promptly 5.45 p.m., cars line up outside the Lakota Hills Baptist Church parking lot, and people line up outside the front door. It's Nathan's job to stand inside the church's entrance and spot the first-timers. He's been doing this for years, and he's gotten to be pretty good at it. We help them kind of get situated, right, because it's a lot of, it's very deer in the headlights. You know, a lot of the people that we have come in haven't been maybe to a church, and they don't know what to expect. Muslims, Hindus, Buddhists, none of the above. Hundreds of people from dozens of countries come to Lakota Hills Baptist Church every Wednesday night because they want to learn English. I didn't realize how much it means for somebody just to be welcomed. <laughs> and Travis Smalley, the pastor here, welcomes them all. It's crazy. You're just, and that's what I tell people, are like, what's our strategy? I was like, we're nice and welcoming. And it's just, I don't know, man, God, does he'll change your heart with all of this. Because we visit 26 different countries every Wednesday night. That's how many people you know, in different countries we're touching right now. And so we, uh, we was like, hey, uh, Wednesday night, we, we, here at Lakota, we say every Wednesday night's a mission trip. It wasn't that long ago that Wednesday nights at Lakota Hills Baptist Church were peaceful and quiet in a suburban Cincinnati kind of way. But now, there's traffic and noise and overflow parking, and there's Guatemalans and Cambodians and Egyptians and Colombians with names that are sometimes hard to pronounce and accents that are sometimes hard to understand. And there's CEOs and waitresses and soccer moms and even a pastor or two who are accomplishing earth-shattering things they never knew needed to be accomplished. This is Stories of Hope, episode number 82. Every Wednesday's a mission trip.
It wasn't always this way. Fifteen years ago, Lakota Hills was one of the most all-American English-speaking communities in all of Cincinnati. Or at least when it came to the overwhelmingly Anglo population who lived there. That was the commonly held assumption. Nothing, however, will challenge a commonly held assumption like the arrival of an outsider. I was in a small town in eastern Ohio pastoring and, um, and really wasn't looking to leave. The outsider was a small town pastor named Travis Smalley. But Lakota Hills uh, Search Committee approached us and then, of course, I'm a missiologist at heart, right? So I'm going to pull the demographics. I'm just looking at it with Cincinnati. And um, if you would ask most people, hey, is there ethnic diversity? They'd say, no, there's not. But then I did notice that there was a projected decrease in Anglo population, an increase in all the other, uh, you know, Asian population, Hispanic population. So I, I think it really started there because God used that to really bring us here with a vision of, hey, we may have an opportunity to reach the nations. In 2006, when Travis Smalley became the pastor of Lakota Hills Baptist Church, the congregation was offering an ESL, or English as a Second Language class. On a good night, they averaged five students. And yet, Travis knew there had to be more than just five people in Lakota Hills who needed help learning English. And so that's why, on his very first Sunday on the job, he got up in front of his congregation and challenged their commonly held assumptions. When we arrived here and the Lord brought us here, uh, actually the first message that I talked about, I just laid it out in front of the church and I said, many times we can just uh, get in kind of this homogeneous mindset and we don't notice who is around us, but the reality is, ethnic diversity is here. And I'm like, hey, have you guys noticed this and how things are getting ready to change around here? And what I've noticed with our folks, from my perspective, is if you put a mission opportunity in front of them and you help them see what God is doing and that we can be a missionary, that we can reach the nations right here, right now, that's a game changer for them. And um, so the majority of our congregation, a vast majority of our congregation, embraced it. What happened next happened fast. Church members put up ESL flyers all around town. They divided into teams, teachers and greeters and set-uppers and tear-downers. They invited strangers to their homes for potlucks and picnics. And whenever they went out and heard someone speaking a different language, they tried to introduce themselves. Almost overnight, Lakota Hills went from five ESL students to 50. And then things got completely, beautifully out of hand. We do uh, free, like, uh, block parties for the schools, right? And so we, we, uh, we, we're in the school doing a block party for free. We're doing all the blow-ups and things. And uh, one of the school employees come over and say, hey, I heard you guys have English as a second language at your church. Would you guys be okay if we invited people to come to your ESL? This was at a public school. I mean, we, we share the gospel in our ESL classes. And I was just like, well, sure, that's great, man. 
And so we did that, and then before you knew it, wow, our English as a Second Language ministry just went from 40 to 50 to like 200. Now, Wednesday nights at Lakota Hills are 10% managed chaos and 90% well-oiled machine. To prepare dinner for 200 people from 26 different countries, and then to teach English to students who, in some cases, can't understand a word their instructor is saying, that takes 65 patient and fearless volunteers. Look at number one. Mia wrote down the recipe. She wrote we separated the verb and the word down. You feel a little bit ooh, nervous to come in and instruct adults. This is Laura Johnson. But really, I feel called to, to do this. I mean, I'll, I'll plan a lesson, I'll follow what the book says, but sometimes you just get in the class and, and you can follow where the, the class is going. Uh, if you put it in there. And if you try that, let me know what you think of it. Okay, so... Even this past Wednesday night, one of my students came in and she said, good night, and then she goes, good night or good evening? And so we were able to discuss, you know, when you might say one or the other. Message me. I would like to hear from you. Uh, it, it, if it's not perfect English, that's okay. That's what we're here for. Uh, if it is perfect English, then the others will say, boo, you don't need to be in this class. <laughs> it's not like they're in school learning this conceptually. They're, they're learning this to be able to carry out their jobs and to interact with people in the grocery store. And, and really, it just becomes, I mean, these are, these are also... Friend, I mean, these are friends, you know, I, I, these people, I, oh, I know you have a, a seven-year-old and I know you have a, you know, you um, have grandkids and, you know, you just get to know the people and, and it, it, it quickly becomes less intimidating. Laura's class was like all the others. When the interaction became not so much teacher to student, but friend to friend, everything else in the class changed too. From the very beginning, Instructors had incorporated Bible stories into their lessons. But now, Travis was hearing that students were not just listening to the stories, but were asking for more. And they were making decisions, and they were waiting to take next steps. Usually I've come into resistance, but here it was more like, okay, can you tell me more? I'm interested and I wanna learn about this. And so then in the middle of all this, I mean, we're seeing people come to faith in Christ and kind of just hits me. Why aren't we planning churches from our ESL, right? And we're like, we're in prayer, thinking about it, going, yeah, why not? And that is how Lakota Hills ended up planning a Korean church, a Hispanic church, an Arabic church, and a Nepali church. And now there are plans for more because the crowds keep coming and the congregation keeps treating every Wednesday like a mission trip. They've read about these things, but now it's happening, and it's not happening on a mission trip. It's happening right here, right now. Uh, and it's, I think it's just a beautiful picture 
uh, of, uh, of the gospel, a beautiful picture of Revelation chapter 7, verse 9, right? And um, it, it has been amazing to see just what, uh, what God does. Thank you for listening to this episode of Stories of Hope. There are refugees and internationals in every community in North America, and they need food and shelter and clothing. They need help learning English and adjusting to our culture. But more than anything, they need someone who can share Christ with them. To learn how you and your church can care for internationals, go to sinrelief.org. If you haven't already done so, subscribe to Stories of Hope. You'll automatically get a new episode every two weeks. Go to Apple or Spotify Podcast and search for Stories of Hope. And finally, if you've liked what you've heard here, rate us and leave a review on Apple Podcast. That'll help other people find us and enjoy these stories too. This is Bryant Wright with Sin Relief. Join me in two weeks for another episode of Stories of Hope.